Adventure Time full trailer has finally dropped the other day. It's happening. We're finally getting to see it. This is sketching up. I'm Chris. I'm with Connor and Kyle. Guys, how are we doing? Doing fantastic today, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Kyle. How about yourself? Man, just chilling, just chilling. Been on Earth, ain't been in Mount, on a Mount Olympus since like last week. So, you know what I'm saying? Big hanging, big chilling, you feel me? I do. And, and you know what? It's been tough times, you know, obviously. We all know it's been tough times out there. Mm-hmm. But right now, knowing that, like, we've been hearing about how there's going to be Adventure Time Distant Lands. We talked about it a bunch and stuff. But now it's, like, happening. Now it's, like, actually happening. We have a full trailer for the first time since it's been announced. I am not only very excited, I'm excited to talk about this i know i know i've been talking about it a ton so they already know i'm excited oh but. yeah chris has been uh chris has been excited all week y'all and he, he was just looking for a chance to come and talk about it again that's why we're on the podcast right now oh yeah <laughs> literally gonna be, literally that is gonna why be we're big. on this podcast right now that's not literally why we do this every week no 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 chris this is the no reason. This, this is, is the, the main reason, reason why we're this doing right it's here not because we record every right saturday here. or sunday at no, no 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 it's not no. that we have a nice schedule going producing mm-hmm. and then submit, uh, at, sending out the podcast it's because of this no. right, right here you right i don't know right. come on now we're gonna this get is to the slime sage and the god bro we know you're just That's a true. connoisseur bro I'm just a connoisseur. We're higher level. Nothing special. Yeah, we're higher level thinking. Well, I'm bro. just a connor sewer. <laughs> and that's it, guys. That's and that it. was the Two show. Minutes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes and we're corn. done. Corn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Corny man is here. Goodness. Um, Put your cape on. We are going to get to Adventure Time in a little bit, but I do want to start with Fortnite again. We have talked about the Travis Scott thing. Um, I don't remember if I said it on the podcast. I actually went and watched the Travis Scott um his concert it was crazy it was actually like really really good yeah it wasn't it wasn't like like we talked about it i think off the podcast about the marshmallow concert before that that kind of mm-hmm. was the first setup of concerts in fortnite not even close to the same thing no <clears throat> no it no. was literally just a stage in the middle of like pleasant park i think it was at the time on that map and it was just like some fireworks would go off and there was uh, some marshmallow holograms and that was it. But then this one, they went hard they, on it. They went in. They went in in the Travis Scott one. It was crazy. But it was like really cool. Like you could tell it was pre-recorded. You could tell all Oh, that of course. Stuff. But I'm saying like, you know, it's a concert, quote unquote. But like you could tell it was pre-recorded. It's, a, it's so, an interactive music video realistically, but I'm fine calling it a concert. Yeah. It was an experience. I think it's it cool. Like I think it's cool. Dope. I so, think it's, this kind of reminds me of when um they had that hologram of Tupac um the concert in the hologram. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's the same thing to me. It's just like you're at home and you can do it now. Yeah. That's, that's really what it was. But it was awesome. But the reason I'm saying this is um I guess Steve Aoki did a concert in game yesterday. That's cool. And yeah, it was it was on his Instagram. You can watch all 18 minutes on his Insta. Dylan Francis and Dead Mouse are also doing concerts on Fortnite. Hmm. So they they have like a concert series, and oh, that's the reason genius. I the reason I bring it up is like how crazy is it that Fortnite is becoming the place to see concerts? 
<laughs> I mean, uh, like, a risk. you know, we talked about how one. Twitch had become that place to watch, you know, like the live concerts, a lot of like singer songwriters or bands, you know, playing acoustic instruments yeah. on Twitch or just like the head, the lead singer doing it typically because it's, it's hard to get everything matched up over Zoom and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, this is just becoming like a, even if it's not live, this is becoming a place where, you know, Fortnite's free. It's going to bring people in too. It's just such a great business strategy. It's an experience. Like we said with Travis Scott, it's the same thing. Like these guys might not be doing it live, but it's an, ex even when you go to a concert, yes, you want to hear the live music, but it's the experience. Like you oh, go yeah, for the yeah. experience and that's what these are. They're experiences. Like that Travis Scott thing was an experience. I didn't see Steve Aoki's. I literally, you just told me about it. Like right before the podcast, that's Steve exactly. Aoki did it. So I didn't get to see that, but like these are experiences that you get to go see and you get to do it for free, which is definitely not something you get to do when you go to a concert. They are pretty exactly. much the opposite of free. Unless they're like a, a local band that you want to go support and they're like your homie or something like that. But still, I get what you mean. Yeah, no, no, like yeah. actual like big, big stuff. It's not going to be free, but, you know, these Fortnite experiences are. Um, and like, I'll give them, I'll give them credit. You know what? They came up with a cool idea. Um, and of course, you know, getting Travis Scott, who's, he's pro possibly, he's definitely top three biggest rappers in the world right now. I feel like Drake still got him on that one, but like having someone with that much like fame to come in and do something like that. Cause people are probably like, Oh, that's goofy as hell. And then they see it and they're like, Oh, that and was actually kind of tight. 12 million people went to the first one, and they're like, yeah, oh, they, that's not a bad idea. 12 million people on day one, like live. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So Epic Games says that Fortnite now has 350 million registered players. God, that game just keeps keeps trucking along. I've As someone who played that and plays a lot of Battle Royale games... I, this could be a, a topic of a future podcast, but uh, I'm surprised that they've lasted this long. I did not expect it, and good on them. They've they've trucked through my uh, terrible prediction. Yeah, I mean, it says 3.2 billion hours uh, players have played Fortnite. 3.2 billion hours. Honestly, that seems low. <laughs> well, don't. The, how long do the <laughs> matches take? It'll uh, take that long. 30 minutes. If that. That's I remember. I, I never. That's a, I never that's really, a long. That's a pretty long match, honestly. Well, that's what. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like when I used how to much, play, how thirty much minutes streamed? was not. Well, we we also didn't last that long, Chris. Well, even <laughs> we no, didn't saying, win that often. I, even when I did, I I don't think thirty minutes makes yeah, sometimes. The, yeah. the circle. The circles uh, <clears throat> take about thirty minutes to close fully. Um, okay. And not all. It doesn't always get to those final circles, but it's usually anywhere no. from twenty to thirty minutes. Is the the typical when, match when it does get to the final circles when i would say yes 30 minutes because when it gets to the final circles i feel like it goes forever you know when i stopped playing fortnite well i never really i was never big into it in the first place but when i stopped actually playing is when the circle would start changing oh that pissed me off so oh much. the move the moving circle that pissed me off so much because i would play i think i i, like, I think we what? we had one of the because that was around when we were playing when we were working for the socks and, yeah. like, I remember there was a game we played, and we had, like, a nice – we were, like, all four of us were alive are going to win this. None of us had knew that the circles were about to move. And then it, like, move, changed to the other side. And it literally side. killed you, and you're like, what just happened? Yeah, I was so <laughs> mad. The first time it ever happened to me, I was – I think I was playing a solo match, and it just moved. I was me and somebody else, and it moved, and I died. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> What's going on? I was very upset. But that's hey, about the last made time. They made it up to Chris with these concerts, y'all. Yeah, except I've only seen one of the <laughs> one of the four. But I, I think it's very cool. I mean, it, just seeing these guys doing it, that means more people are gonna do it. You know, like it's it's gonna keep going, which is really cool. I think it's really cool, at least. Um, speaking of music, this has nothing to do with anything. Um, I kind of gave you guys a little little heads up on it. It's nothing to do with anything we're talking about today. Just something I thought about. Um, one of my random thoughts. If you were to name the top five comedy singers, songwriters of all time, who would they be? I couldn't even come up with five on the spot, but I, I don't know. I just thought about it. I'm like, what? What? what it's it's be? one of those questions where when you pose it, it's like, oh, wait, I've got to think about a lot of comedy people. And then as you actually like look through lists, you remember, oh, there's actually a lot of comedy like uh, uh, singers and songwriters. Three or four come right off the top of the head. Like, yeah. Like Weird Al is obviously, it comes off the top of everybody's head when you think of comedy writers. He's only been around since like the 70s. Um. To me, it was was him, Bo Burnham, and Lonely Island. Came right off the top of my head, that's immediately who I thought of were those three. Um, then you brought up Tenacious D, which is one of my favorite bands. Actually, Brendan Gill and I love Tenacious D. When we have car rides, when we were recording, we always would karaoke Tenacious D. I love that. Big time. So let's start with uh, who wants to start first. I'll let you guys I'll, choose. I'll, I'll pop us off. All right, Connor, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like I put it in order, uh, writing it down right now. But you know, I think it's 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 kind of an amalgamous list that can change whenever it wants. Um, you know, I had to put had to put Weird Al in there. Y- you know, it's Weird Al. He's one of he's probably the most famous comedy musician of all time. Um, been doing it forever and still just trucking along. Uh, Lonely Wait. Island had to throw in there. I just want to say Weird everyone. Al. His mm-hmm. his stuff is a lot smarter than people give him credit for. Oh no, of course it is. Yeah, no, yeah. it's uh, uh, some of the titles just give you like the the thinking. It's like ah, it's dumb comedy. It's like no, Weird Al's a smart guy. Yeah, he's not just like throwing like dumb comedy in there. He's actually like like it, even if it's a dumb title or something like that, he it's something musically he does is like super smart. There's, he'll there's, like change up tempos and do these weird stuff or because he's actually like a talented musician yeah there's two things with weird al that really like I, that's why i think he's like, more talented than people give him credit for one is that he's doing songs over beats and tempos that were already predetermined mm-hmm. like he can't create a new beat or a new flow for the song because he's trying to you know he's mostly does co- he doesn't mostly do covers but he does uh, parodies for his parodies exactly sorry um, he's known for his parodies. So he has to recreate the tempo and flow with the lyrics he wrote, which is a lot harder than people probably think. The other thing... Yeah, no, you can't it, just like sit down and write like a, a full comedy thing like that easily. It's not, it, doesn't, no. it doesn't just come out. The other thing is that him and his band recreate the, the music. Like He doesn't take the track and go over it. He recreates it before he does it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I don't know if a lot of people know that. Like, so when he does, um, what was the big one? The Chameleonaire song, right? White and Nerdy. White and Nerdy. Like, he recreated the beat to do it. 
Yeah, like, it wasn't just like pulled from the. It wasn't just like a sample of the yeah. of the music from beforehand. He like literally remade it. They remake the music before they do it. Plus, he gets permission from everybody. It shows he's respected. You know, he he doesn't. As far as I know, as far as I've seen, he doesn't really get denied. So it shows he's respected, even though he's parroting up. Parroting yeah. most things. So, and if he has been denied, he doesn't go out there and like complain about it. At least, no, so the, if we, if he has been, he's probably been denied before, but he doesn't seem like the kind of person who's going to be like, "Ugh, God, uh, sync wouldn't let me do their song. What a well, bunch the, of jerks." The most famous denial that he's had that he's talked about is Paul McCartney denied him for. Um, it was live and let live die. Live and let right? die. Was... Chicken pot pie. Yeah, chicken. <laughs> I and wish that was a song. Paul McCartney wouldn't let him do it because he's a vegetarian. Oh, really? Paul. And he didn't want chicken in his his song. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's that's, that's one so I could stupid. That's one I know off the top of my head. I don't know a lot of them obviously, but Tofu pot pie. <laughs> that better, you, Paul. You why don't you just email him and tell him you're you want to be his predecessor? That was off the top of your head. <laughs> Guys, I have a I have a new 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 career, new career path. path. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, like I said, another one, Lonely Island. We all know, we all know the talent of those three. Um, yeah, they're just, they're amazing. This generation's just like SNL music that just they they killed it. It it expanded well past SNL. Um, it's funny because it it's, became its it, own cultural phenomenon. It's not as much this generation as you might think anymore. That oh, was sorry, sorry. Two thousands. Our gen, <laughs> sorry, our generation. Our generation. Uh, yeah. Isn't it crazy? It's, that it's long weird ago? to say our generation at twenty at twenty five years old, almost twenty six. Yeah, it's it but is everything very is weird. different, but everything is different compared to what it was before. Yeah. So it's a different generation, like it's a no, whole different sure. set of kids. Like, oh, one hundred percent. I was talking to somebody, and they was telling me that Ti and Jeezy is old school. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, they're they're er, like early two thousands. Right, like, obviously this is they the past that, but the but new we, like, generation grew up with kids, it, so it doesn't seem old yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, like these new generation of kids was born in two thousand and two thousand two, two thousand three. Oh, you don't have to tell yeah. Connor and I. We were coaching kids. None of them were born before two thousand four. I think there was a day, Chris, when we were coaching, where we like sat there and we're just like, you know what? Let's ask them if they recognize stuff. And I don't remember yeah. like, what we asked. Them, I do but remember that. Like, yeah. but they were literally like, yeah, no, I don't recognize like any of this. And like, some of them would lie and be like, oh yeah, no, I know what that is. And, and then we'd, we'd ask, like, do you actually question. know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't know anything <laughs> they about it. No, the, I, I tell this story all the time because this is my favorite story from the Red Sox camps. When we had a camp and we got to meet Red Sox closer, Keith Folk. He was the closer that got the last mm-hmm. out of the 2004 World Series, which was that one that broke the curse, which is a big, you know, it's a big guess to have. And yeah. <laughs> he played in 2004, but he didn't play after that. And not we a looked single it up. kid. Not a single kid was born when they won that World Series. When he was playing, Jeez. not a single kid was born. None of these when he kids who are big, big old Red Sox fans were actually alive when the curse was broken. So like, that's wild. So it's funny because we're getting this guy that his claim to fame is he was the he got the last out of the biggest World Series title in Red Sox history, and not one kid there would know it because they weren't even born. They weren't born like four years later. And we, it was literally just like the coaches having to figure out the questions to ask because none of these Cause kids knew the kids what to knew. ask. Uh, they were like, they would ask stuff stories. like, I remember one kid was like, Do you know Big Poppy? 
Yeah. It's like, yep, I know Big Poppy. <laughs> I know Big Poppy. <laughs> but I think the kids you know asked Big that Poppy. a lot that year. Yeah. There was a lot of like little kids who were like, you know Big Poppy? Well, that was like, what, a year after he retired? Yeah, so they were all still on the Big Poppy mindset. Maybe two. One of the coolest experiences working there, I know. I think you worked there at the same time. I worked there when he was on his retirement year. Mm-hmm. I've oh, got his patch amazing. right above my desk over here. Yeah, I have it too. <laughs> I don't have it above my desk, but I do have it. That was cool to see a guy like I'm not I'm not even close to a Red Sox fan um, furthest thing from it, probably. But it was cool to experience a guy that was had so like such a legendary player. Oh, yeah. Um, in his last year, even if you're not a fan of the team, it's cool to see a legend and the way that that like specifically for that team and how they go out. Yeah. Like I was That's there. Cool. I was there for his last home game. I was there for. Yep. Me too. Um. I was there for his retirement, like his Jersey retirement, like all that stuff. It was cool to be a part of that. Like, cause that's something I probably won't be able to do for a long time. If again, you know what I mean? Like it was very yeah. cool to be a part of all that and be able to, the, my favorite part about working there is just being able to flash the badge and go in. That was great. That was great. Feel you very felt like, professional. You, you felt like you had power, <laughs> even though you didn't, you felt like you did. I was a king selling those 50-50 raffle tickets. <laughs> I had the worst jobs. Don't worry. I had to give out like the promotions and stuff. <laughs> so I had the worst jobs. Anywho, Connor, continue with your list. Yeah, number three. I got. We got. I know this is one of Chris's favorites. Bo Burnham. Um, I have started on that YouTube grind and just became ultra famous. I have right next to me right now a signed Bo Burnham what CD. Ooh, it's just he's shoot. just so he's so talented he's just yeah, like he's, he's amazing he's, he's very funny he's very witty um i don't know if any of you if either of you saw seventh grade his or eighth was it eighth grade i think his, it was eighth grade eighth grade very good movie he's a very funny writer he's gonna kill it in movies now too just the, you know just just a renaissance renaissance the one man. one thing that sucks for guys like him who's extremely smart and extremely talented by the way he turns 30 this year 30 we when he was on youtube he was 16 <laughs> i was gonna say he started when he was young yeah he turns 30 this year so that's bizarre um the worst part about guys like it was eighth grade sorry no that's what you said right eighth grade yeah, yeah it eighth was grade, eighth yeah. grade um the thing that sucks about guys like that and and someone like zach braff is another guy that i would consider in this in this um realm when you are so known for comedy and so known for a certain type of comedy, and then you try to go on more of a serious route, it really doesn't work. Like, because people just won't take it serious. And I think Bo Burnham kind of fell into that with um, with eighth grade, because even though it was it was really good, and it, you people know, were expecting something way different. They way were expecting different. like Bo Burnham comedy instead of they, this. They like, were expecting actually, like thought provoking like piece that he did. Yeah, they wanted Zach Stone. Remember, Zach Stone's going to be famous. His show. Yep, that's what they wanted. Even though it got canceled because people didn't watch it. Um, that's what they wanted from it. But they got something very good and very deep and stuff like that. So, even though it got its praise on the, on the. Um, you know the review sites and stuff it just never really became a hit like it should have and like no I, for sure yeah that's why i compare him to zach braff i think zach braff fell into the same thing he fell into the same boat where on scrubs he was just 
that same type of comedy for whatever what was it like 10 years yeah it was he, a it was a long-running show i've actually been listening to uh him and donald Faison's podcast because i'm i love scrubs and yeah, just hearing too. them talk about it has been fantastic i've been re-watching scrubs lately um and it was actually believe it or not and sadly sam lloyd passed away who played ted yeah it was right before that i started watching it and i was like that's crazy like that that would happen as like you would think it would happen you would start watching it after but i started watching it like three days before that he had a an operable brain tumor yeah, no, like, he got a he got a he had a tough road, but it sounds like he was pretty positive through it all. Zach was talking a little bit about it on the podcast. You um, you want to see something that'll really hit you in the feels? He was doing videos each day. Watch the last one. That'll oh, hit no. you in the feels. Oh, I don't think I need that right now, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that that'll hit you hard. Um, but he did. He released a video like the night he passed. Um. It was oh, very no. sad. It, it doesn't talk about, like, how he's going to die, but it kind of does at the same time. It's very sad. Yeah. But I think Zach Braff falls in that same boat where he... I would agree, yeah. ...was so put into that one role when he came out with... Um, he had two movies. One was... Uh, the first one was uh, his his uh, well Garden State got was critically acclaimed because yeah. I think it was before they put him into that bubble. Well, it's um, not that I'm not saying that because that he, he yeah Garden State was critically acclaimed and it was really good, but it never really became a hit or anything like that because people never took it serious. It's the same thing with with Bo Burnham. His movie was very critically acclaimed, but it never really took off past being critically acclaimed. Like if if you talk to people, they won't they won't have seen it. You know For what I'm sure. saying? Um, yeah, the, Zach Braff also well, he's directed three movies because he also directed Going in Style, which is like a remake. And then um, was a, that like, one where wish, the old men walked the bank or something like that, right? Uh, I wish I was here, which I actually yeah. very much enjoyed. But again, another one that got looked over because it was a Zach Braff film. Yeah, the, the Garden State and Wish I Was Here, I think, are the two. Those are his two big ones. Those are the ones he like directed and produced. Yeah, and like wrote on them too. Yeah, those are his two big ones. But um, yeah, he got pigeonholed into that, and it's it's it sucks because he's very he's extremely talented. But yeah, we can definitely see Bo Burnham in that same pigeonhole, just yeah. like put into that that corner. And, Which is unfortunate. Uh, I think he's he's gonna, but he seems like the kind of guy who's just gonna kind of shrug it off and keep making what he wants to make. And if people watch it, they do. If they don't, he seems like he doesn't really care. Bo Burnham is one of those guys that has been so upset that he, um, he or not so upset, he was like waiting to get off that Comedy Central um, contract for years. I remember. Like after what came out, like I think that was the last one he needed to do. There was one, one more maybe, but he was on the Comedy Central, um, the Comedy Central uh, contract, and like mm-hmm. he was waiting to get off it so he could go do this stuff. I don't know if you ever heard about that. That was like I a big. I didn't, but I'm not surprised. Like some of those contracts can be so just like. Uh, they can, it, it can stifle so much because it's like, well, no, you have to do this. Yeah, and, and you can you're, hear you're it. stuck, and you, you can't, like, go do stuff anywhere else. You can hear it in his music, or if you go listen to interviews and stuff, you can hear, like, him talk about that stuff. Like, how, how like, 
he he wants to get out of the contract and stuff like that so bad. I think he had to release after what he needed one more. Yeah, it was called Make Me Happy. Make Make Happy. Make Happy. That's what it was called. Make Happy. Yep. Yeah, and that was the last one he had to do before he was out of that contract. And it was a, it was a really good stand up too. All the stand ups are really good. I can't. I'm looking at them all right now. There's not one that I would say wasn't that wasn't good. Even his Comedy Central Presents was really good. Even though you heard all the songs already. You, but he still just performed his ass off and yeah. just like did a really good job with it. He did a really good job. All right, let's get to the next one. That's enough all right. time for yeah, I'll, I'll, I was I was going to say, I'll go through the next one, next two pretty quick. As we as you uh, said earlier, Tenacious D, you know, no one love him. Jack Black, Kyle Gass, the movie. Tenacious D all and their Pick of Destiny. Pick, oh, God. They Beating just, the they devil. They did so much. Exactly, played by Dave Grohl. Yeah, um, like the actors um, in that movie are. They great. have they have so many like famous like musician friends too, because like all these musicians actually appreciate that Jack Black and Kyle Gass are actually pretty solid musicians. Like yeah, their Kyle songs Gass is actually are amazing. A solid guitarist. Yeah, their songs are great. They're really really um, good. Brandon Gill and I will will literally sing like when we when we do our recordings, our video stuff, we will sing all the songs, like karaoke style and um that a lot of like most all of them are from the movie the movie had such good songs i mean like his dad was uh meatloaf in the movie yeah um yeah uh who else was in it they had had ronnie james dio like right before he died yeah Um, yeah that's right right in the beginning um, like singing from his poster um paul f tompkins was uh, was a big part in that too wasn't he wasn't he the the open mic guy who was Paul F. Tompkins? Yep, Paul F. Tompkins was. Yeah, he's the open mic guy who's like secretly the devil. Yeah, but I, if I remember right, Tim Robbins is in that, right? Yeah, they've got uh, a. John they've C. got Riley, an incredible. Uh, Amy Poehler, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's it's a what a, solid yeah. If cast. you if you got some time, definitely watch that movie. It's just it's very very funny. Um, it's really funny. It's great, and the music's great too. Oh yeah. And then uh, I'll finish it off with uh, this one's probably going to be lesser known. He's definitely known around the world, but uh, Tim Minchin, Australian uh, comedian, composer, lyricist. Dude's just super, extremely talented. Um, you can find him on YouTube. All his stuff. He's uh, he he famously also. I don't know if either. Do you guys remember the book Matilda? Yeah. From mm-hmm. like childhood, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. the lyricist and composer for all of that music when it went to Broadway. Oh really? When they made the Broadway play, he did all the music and lyrics for that. So wow, like, that's really he's also a Broadway composer. Like, dude is just crazy talented. Very funny. It's a little more like, uh, some of the songs have kind of like that like goofiness to it, but it's a lot of like he'll get put emotion and stuff in there too. He does a great job. Um, definitely worth a check out. My friend Brendan uh, showed me him in college, and I was like, yeah, this guy's this guy's solid. Now, Kyle, I know this isn't as much your forte, but is there anyone he didn't mention that you want to add? Yes. Let's hear. There's one person, Craig Robinson. Just because. Love some Craig. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, because I watched his. um, Because he had like a show or something. I think he had like a show that he used to. There's a lot of shows. um, Yeah, no, it was a show that he had like recently. And it was like him being like a substitute music teacher. And he was like the most lit music teacher. And he was actually kind of banging, though. On the on the keyboard. Yeah. Oh well, but, he can play. He can really. Yeah, he play. can. Yeah, he like he file on that keyboard and like I, I like the way he sings. It's kind of funny. 
So he is one of yeah. those guys that was in like everything. Yeah, like he's he in was. like goofy. He was like the goofy token black guy in every movie. I like I remember him in Arrested Development. Yes. Arrested Development's in yes. like early two thousands. Yes. I love that show. Actually, actually it's funny you say that, man. I love that show. That's a very underrated show people don't watch. Oh, it's so underrated. It's one of yeah, my like, favorite is... shows ever, and it really, it kind of like that and the. I don't know. I think The Office was even a little after, like a year after. But those are the those mm-hmm. are the shows that like started that one camera comedy shows like Parks and Rec and uh, Always Sunny yeah. and stuff like. Scrubs those are the was, shows that Scrubs really started. is actually the one that started the one camera for sitcoms. Weirdly enough, that's hmm. crazy. Well, your Scrubs um, come out. Uh, 2001? I believe, yeah, because first season was 2001. Yeah, no, he was a security guard in Arrested Development. He yeah. was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I uh, and then Knocked Up is kind of where he got his, his big, big yeah. his big break, even though he had a, only a few lines. Like, I remember he talked about it on a podcast once where he was like, yeah, I remember just like Jay Z came up to me one day, was like, "Oh, dude, you're the security guard from from Knocked Up. You're so funny." Me and Beyonce like laugh at your stuff all the time, and he was just like, "Jay Z and Beyonce like my." <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, my one of my favorite roles he does is um, Doug Judy. Oh, Doug Brooklyn Judy Nine 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 is oh, so good. Oh my god, his character is so funny. <laughs> His character is so funny in, in that. Um, but he's only on for a couple. Uh, another one I really liked him in was Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, he was solid. really good at Hot Tub Time Machine. He yeah, solid film. A couple, couple of them I can think off the top of my head that I know uh, he was um, in. It, it, I don't know if either of you guys watch it, but what we do in The Shadows on FX, it's in its second Mm-mm. season now. Um, I heard it's, it's really uh, good. It's amazing. It's based off a movie by uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine yeah. Clement, um, who are like Flight, Flight to the Concords and... New Zealand humor, they they I love it, but um, uh, he's in two episodes this season as a as a vampire hunter, and it is very funny. Like Craig Robinson, just anytime he guest stars in the show, he just kills it. Yeah, he's in it's it's funny. He's like in everything. You see him somewhere in everything. He's great. That was a great addition, Kyle. Thanks. He sat patiently waiting, <laughs> waiting to do that. He listened to these these guys talk for too long, and then he's like, "Now I'm gonna nah, drop." I was the like, hammer. "Y'all have it." No, nah, I was like, y'all have it. I mean, <laughs> if you would have heard me and B. Gill go off on the last doodle, so it's okay. <laughs> like, we all have our specialty, so it's cool. Um, one guy that neither of you mentioned that's newer is Lil Dicky. Oh, I'll be For forgetting sure. about For Lil sure. Dicky. I'll be forgetting. I, I, like, I, I like some Lil Dicky. Um, I don't know if either of you watched the show Dave, also on FX. No, FX is killing it with TV it. lately. I haven't watched it's, it, but I've seen I it. Started it. It's... It's not super funny, but it is very well done. Is See, it like it's like it's a lot more dramatic than you expect. I watched oh. the first couple episodes, and it kind of lost me a little bit. And then I what obviously is it all about? this stuff happened. It's about it's like uh not about his life, but is about his life. It's like, a it's a it's like a different version of how he got started. Yeah, and like actually includes like the real people around him, like. It talks a lot about his his hype man Gata, who's like actually like been his hype man since he started up. Semi auto, um, semi auto, I think is what they would call that, right? Semi auto. 
I guess so. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not sure. exactly sure what the actual phrase is for it, but yeah, it's like a. It's a reinterpretation of how he started. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. really it's it's pretty good. It just lost me in the beginning. It it starts really really slow. It really oh yeah, does. for sure. And, and, and I think that's a fair uh, fair criticism of it. Um, it's it's not the it's it feels like one of those shows too where it's everyone expected a different little dicky and then they got this and we're like, what is this? Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But I'll have to go. I heard it got better. I'll have to go in and check it out. I've, I watched the first couple episodes, then all this happened, and uh, I haven't really been focusing on that. But I'll have to go back Understandable. and watch the rest of it. Um, but we're going to transition. We're going to move over to, to Adventure Time. Now, we've been talking about Adventure Time coming back for a while now. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. And they finally released the first trailer for the uh, Distant Lands. So the Distant Lands series is going to be four hour-long specials on HBO Max, which comes out May 27th. Um, by the way, if you don't have um, – if you're thinking of getting HBO Max right now, it is discounted by $5, I think, a month. And if you pre-order it, you get HBO Go for free. Ooh, so I think I got, I got to change up my HBO Go subscription to that then. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. If you have HBO Go, definitely like switch that up because you get it for free. Um, you it might be you get it for free until HBO Max comes out, but once it comes out, you're not gonna need HBO Go. You know what I mean? True. So it doesn't matter, but it is. It's like ten dollars right now a month if you pre-order it. So if you're thinking of getting it jump early before it goes back up to 15 or get AT&T and you get it for free. Um, anyway, so the first four episodes were announced. Uh, the titles, you got BMO, which we'll get into that in a second. Cause that's the, um, trailer that came out. Um, was it obsidian, which is mm-hmm. about princess bubblegum and Marceline, uh, mm. wizard city, which is about peppermint Butler. And then together again, which is about Finn and Jake. But by looking at the descriptions and the titles, it looks like they're not going to cross. Oh, I wanted them to cross at the end. I yeah, I did too. But if you look at it, it, it really doesn't look like they're they're not all going to cross together. It looks like the four specials are taking a look at the four, um, the four groups, and that's it. Maybe maybe hmm. it builds towards something. I think Connor and I talked about this. I said maybe like at the end of each episode, it's building towards something, and then the last episode, they all come together. Like I think s- you're, I think you're right with that, yeah. But just by looking at it, I mean, it looks like it's four separate stories. I mean, yeah, but there might be four separate stories that ends up getting intertwined at some point. But that's what I mean. But like, the only time would be at the end of four. But it looks like four, and from what I've seen about like in interviews and stuff, four is basically gonna follow Finn and Jake. I know, but I'm saying they could probably be in the making of like a five at some point where they're going to yeah. make its own little special, own little movie thing. And then it's going to be just this grandioso thing that we have, kind of like how the uh, Marvel movies. Very true. So yeah, they could be building for more episodes. Mm-hmm. And just think about this. What happens if they like do a backstory for half of it? Then on the other one where they end up continuing the story of all four of them just so they can converge it and then maybe possibly start a different maybe a different series call it something different where it's them older or whatever or somebody else might get their own 
show. It could be a lot of different ways. They could See, probably I, do it. I think that the distance, Distant Lands was strictly made as a part of the deal to have Cartoon Network on HBO Max. You know what I mean? I don't think it was made to have more episodes. Like, yes, if it's successful, I I do see them doing more. But I think they strictly made this series for the fact of getting Cartoon Network on HBO Max. Because that's it just kind of seems that way. Because when Adventure Time ended, they treated it like it's never coming back. And they ended it beautifully. Oh yeah, they were ready to they were ready to move on. Yeah. They were like, this is Adventure Time and that's it. Yeah, it ended absolutely beautifully. So it 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 made sense because a lot of people still love Adventure Time, even though it ended I think two years ago, right? Two thousand eighteen, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um I think eighteen. Eighteen or nineteen. And people are still, you know, it's still as hype as it ever was. So it makes sense, but it seems like that's why they made the four specials as a part of the deal of bringing uh, Cartoon Network to HBO Max, which you can everything that was on Cartoon Network is going to be on HBO Max. I'm pretty sure even old shows like the the classic shows are going to be on HBO Max. Which is I mean, yeah, because they haven't announced like the full lineup of HBO Max, right? Am I correct on that? Like, we're, um, we're still going to kind of find out as things come out. So, I thought they did, but they, I could be completely wrong. Um, but I know, like, other things will be coming out. And they signed an exclusive deal with Warner. So, like, all Warner stuff will be going to that. So, basically, if it's Warner or Turner, you can, you can assume it'll be on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Kyle, apparently HBO Max's lineup includes anime from Crunchyroll. Mm, that'd be cool. Ooh, okay. 17 well, anime of... titles will be on HBO, Ooh. will be on HBO Which Max ones? starting on the 27th. I'm, I'm looking right now. Um, well, while you're looking, I, since we're I got already... you right now. Hold on. Go Sorry. Go I got you. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's, uh, that's I'm not one. saying the second one cause I'm going to completely... No, go ahead and say Butcher it. Butcher it. Uh, say it. Rurouni Kenshin. Oh, Yoroni Kenshin. Yeah, go Rurouni ahead. Yoroni Kenshin. Yoroni Kenshin. Erased. Okay. Yeah, Erased is good, actually. In slash Spectre. That's an original. Oh, I, was, I, just, I just watched Inspector, actually. Just fin- I was, no. Yes, I just finished Inspector because I'm watching those, Invaded. Those are yeah. three that it has on this site. I think I, if I go here, I could see them all. Um... Uh, Re Zero starting Life mm-hmm. in Another World, the director's okay. cut. Oh, um, I watched that one. Bungo Stray Dogs. Oh, that's a good one, too. I've watched that one. So they they have good ones, is what you're yeah, saying. They have good uh, ones. Yeah, they got Kill some good la ones. Kill. Yeah. Your Lie in April. Oh, that's so sad. Mm, that's such a sad one. So they have some pretty good ones. I'm not going to go through the whole list because it seems yeah, like they're, they're all fun. very good. Yeah, they're all re- But speaking, since <laughs> we're on the topic of yeah, anime, no, though. They also, got, uh, they also got Hunter x Hunter and Death Note coming, too. Oh, that's smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been saying it. I've been on the hype train for HBO Max for a long time. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be the one to get. If you're looking for one, I think it's going to be HBO Max. For sure. Uh, Kyle, what were you saying? Something about anime? Oh, Oh, yesterday sorry. was Goku Day. 
Oh yeah. Yes. Yesterday was Goku Day. I just happy had to, belated. You know, happy belated Goku Day for all of the the, uh, the man who brought anime to uh, the Western Hemisphere a little bit more. Boy, boy, yeah. Him and um, homeboy from um, Tsunami. 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 Same thing. Ah, I get what they did there. Smart, 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 smart. Tsunami is is that its own thing or is it a show on Adult Swim? No, it's like it's it's like Adult Swim, like it's its own thing. It's just for like anime. It's for like anime, yeah. like no, I know, anime. I know what tsunami is. I'm just wondering. It's, I'm saying like, like it's its own little, it's its, its own, own little thing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's its own thing. Like it's different from Cartoon Network. It's different from Boomerang. By it's the like way, its own thing. It's owned by Warner. You know what that means, right? <laughs> it's coming to HBO, HBO Max. Max. That'd be cool. One of the things on HBO Max I really want to find out more about is the Boondocks. Mm. I really want to know what they're if it's already recorded or if they're doing something different. Like I'm, I'm very, uh, very intrigued. That means if they think, got HBO Max, then that means Anastasia is going to be on HBO, HBO Max. I love Anastasia. That's actually my second favorite like animated movie. Third. It's like uh, third. someone's gonna have to get HBO Max. Yeah. By the way, yeah, it's, it's Tom, the guy you were thinking of, the host of. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And he had that little girl robot in the back. I don't know who yeah. that is. I just looked up Tsunami. <laughs> said Tom. <laughs> a lot of different Jim people man. voiced him, too. Mm-hmm. He was like chunky for a little bit. He got skinny. Like it was smooth. Like it was a little cool little thing. Like they literally had us all watching anime without us knowing we was watching anime for real. At least the kids in my neighborhood, because we ain't. Because if you say anime, we all thought of like the um, porn thing. So like, watching <laughs> Dragon Ball Z didn't feel like anime, because you know what I'm saying they're all screaming, yelling, and fighting like we was doing. So it was ill. 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. You guys were up late. You guys were yeah, night bro, we, owls. I was the bad. I was the bad kids, bro. I was part of the bad kids. We was always up. <laughs> anyway, um. I want to go back to we, – we strayed off a little bit. I want to go back to Adventure Time, um, going oh, yeah, to HBO Adventure Max. Time. So the trailer came out, and it was centered around BMO's episode. Now, Connor, mm-hmm. you were telling me earlier that you think they're going to tug more emotional heartstrings this time around. Yeah, in our pre-show, we were talking about it a little bit. And uh, just like the tone of the trailer, you watch it, and it's, you know, it's, got the, it's got that typical Adventure Time humor. It's got the, like, the, you know, just the beautiful world going on. And then you just, there's, like, little bits and pieces just tonally where you go, okay, this is going to be similar to the kind of those ending Adventure Time points where they really are tugging at your heartstrings. Um, you know, especially, and you had mentioned, Chris, while we were talking, is that because it's, you know, on HBO instead of a kid's network now, there's the chance that they just go that way a little bit more because, you know, they yeah. have a little more freedom in that way. And I think you're right. I definitely think they're going to just try to tug at the heartstrings. Like, you know, the, the whole premise of this episode is that BMO lands on an alien world and believes uh, it's going to be the savior of <laughs> of this world, like comes out declaring it right away. And just I, I imagine BMO is going to save this world or yeah. attempt to. And, and you know, there's going to be a will. point where I cry 
and he seemed to have made a new friend. Uh oh. Um, yep. Was it the uh, I think the it was like bunny a, character? The rabbit. Yeah, I was gonna say like the rabbit character. I don't think they said a name or anything. Not that I no, can not remember. Yet. But yeah, it seems like he made a new friend, and they're gonna go on an adventure, and it's gonna be great. They're an hour long, and because it's on HBO Max, they're actually gonna be an hour. There's no commercials. Yeah, no commercials. Just a straight hour. It's gonna be a straight well, hour. I'm probably gonna have to go ahead and like cop that real quick, real smooth. Yeah, like I've I've said it before. I'm I'm lucky that I'm an AT and T provider, uh, because it's gonna be free for me, which is great. I mean, I pay for AT and T, but it comes with HBO Max. It's weird to think they have all this stuff and nobody else struck deals with them. They must have been hard to negotiate with. It might be. Yeah, because well, or AT and T just threw money at them, and we're like, no negotiating with anybody else. We'll pay That's you this true. money. Yeah, they could have done that. They paid a lot of money. They paid like three hundred million for Friends, maybe more than that. Maybe mm. it's five hundred million for Friends and three hundred for The Big Bang Theory. Goodness. I mean, they know that's going to bring in their audiences. Yeah, it really will. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of Friends, and I think the biggest reason behind it is because it came on on Nickelodeon every night, on Nick at Night. Oh. And it's just one of those things you just got, you're like, all right, I'm over this. (laughs) See, I like living single more than I liked Friends. That could be like a cultural thing, but I don't know. I've, I've always said with Friends, and I might be wrong, uh, I always thought Friends was more of a um, for for women for girls than it was for guys. Like Sex in the City, like Sex in the no, City. No, not like that because there is humor that guys will like. Um, but I just one of the I, girls I, I, a lot of the guys I know don't like Friends, but I do know guys that like Friends. But for the most part, they okay. don't. That's why I say that. I could be like, wrong. Though. Okay. It's just my opinion. No, I mean, like, I, I get that. I get that opinion. I mean, I enjoy Friends from time to time. I never got super into it. I think it's just because my parents didn't really watch it. Like, a lot of the kids in uh, my generation, uh, a lot of them probably got into it because their parents were watching, and they'd watch yeah. with their parents because it was yeah. in that perfect, like, Thursday night slot, you know. every It was, like, I think it was, like, Thursday night must-see TV was the title um, uh, on NBC. Um and they just, uh, it just, it, it never, it never struck me. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's a little, little for everyone. But I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I was the same way. My parents didn't really watch. Yeah, mine, my mom didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's the trend of people <laughs> that didn't really Probably watch. Probably what it is. Yeah, like, I just never really got into it. But I didn't watch it till like high school, and somebody was trying to show it to me, and I was like, this is boo- bogus. This is boo. <laughs> This like, is bogus. Get this out it of is. here. It is. It is, bro. Because I was like, bro, this is literally living. This is literally living single, yo. Like, I don't. Literally do I know what living single. single is? Living single is the um show Queen Latifah was on. It's literally okay. just like Friends, just black. I didn't really like, watch any of those shows, so. See, I had to watch a lot of like I. I was the youngest mm-hmm. kid in the house all the time, so I used to have to watch like all the Cosby shows, like. In living color and like stuff like that, different world, you know. Like, so I really that and Cartoon Network was the only two things I could watch. I really couldn't watch Disney because there was the, this whole like Disney was any Christ thing. So, there's the whole what? Um, Disney, like, Disney, like, was like evil and junk. So oh, I yeah, yeah, watch, yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I really didn't watch too many Disney shows. I mean, they were always corny to me anyway. So like, I didn't really care too much. But yeah, I don't mind Disney. I definitely grew They're up okay. with Disney. I'm the, more of a, like the my 90s cousins Disney like movies Disney. were great. Well, the Disney movies, we could watch the movies all day. It was just some of them shows. Oh, you're talking about the like, shows. Yeah, I wasn't shows, a big Disney yeah. Channel guy. Yeah, I'm talking Although, about the shows. Like, I've definitely watched more Hannah Montana than I'm proud to admit. Oh, I watched I watched Hannah Montana pretty deep. I'm, I'll proudly admit that. I, I was into a lot of those Disney shows I, past okay, when like okay. it was past when it was like not okay, cool to watch on, them anymore. I would say I watched it because when I was um, <laughs> when I went on a baseball tournament when I was 16. You, we, it was at Disney, and you can only watch Disney channels, you know, ABC, Disney oh. Channel, ESPN, and my sister watched it all the time, and I was like, you know, this isn't as as bad as as people say, and so I've watched. I didn't watch it when I went home, like I didn't get into it like that, but I definitely watched more than than uh, people it's okay. think. I'm a fan of Jesse. Like I like the show Jesse. Hey, I, I used to think I used to think like not no more, but I used to think Debbie Ryan was fine. I was like, ooh, she fine. <laughs> not <But> like, anymore. <laughs> yeah, God no, man, she ain't thick, bro. She got no cake in the back, bro. She ain't she ain't fine, bro. From the south, bro. You gotta have some cake. Now, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think Jesse's from like the 2010s. Hmm. She Am is. I wrong? Jesse was actually Jesse after was Hannah Montana, late. so yeah, you're giving us later. crap for watching Hannah Montana. Yeah, you're watching this in I, college. Hey, bro, Jesse was fine to me. <laughs> that boy uh, was fine to no, me, No, but, bro. like, yeah, no, like, I loved a lot of those, like, live-action Disney shows. Like, I loved, like, like, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and, like, stuff that like that. Okay. Like, that was just that was my, a good that was my jam. Yeah, that was a good one. Can't, can't I, even, I, even, I even got into Wizards of Waverly Place a little bit. Speaking got a little of, deep into that as well. Speaking nah, of Zack and Cody, we were that. watching Scrubs, and it makes me laugh knowing that Hooch is the same. This, Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just Isn't so funny. <laughs> it's great. It is. Uh, good. Last year, while I was home in LA, I went to the movies with my dad, and I bumped into that actor in the bathroom at the movie theater, and I was just like, "What? What an honor!" <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, that is hilarious. I was never into the Disney shows either, so I completely understand that. I don't know. I yeah, just, like I wasn't. I didn't really like the shows too much. I like the, the when it came to live action. I was big into the Nickelodeon ones. The Nick, like I used to like the um, famous Jet Jackson. Do y'all remember that show, The Famous Jet Jackson? The I fam- do. Yeah, I remember it was a that. solid show. Yeah, that was that was that was one of my. I joints. was a I was a big Zoe One Hundred and One guy. Okay, hey bro, look, I look, love look bro, Zoe hey look bro, look bro. I was, I feels, I feels. That's all I say. I feels, I feels you on the Zoe One Hundred and One. Me and my cousin used to watch that. I. I, I used to love all the Dan Schneider's uh, stuff. It's too bad. His rumors that go around. Because he or really... Or Ned's Declassified? Yeah. Oh, Since I, we're talking yo, about Nick shows. Ned, Ned's Declassified. Ned's they, just, they just had um, Lindsay Shaw on like their throwback thing on Instagram. She's Ooh. the one that played... Uh, was it? Moe's. Moe's, yeah. yeah. She got cute later on. Later on, not in the beginning. No, not in the beginning. This is, a, this is no. the segment of the show where uh, Kyle just, just talks about all the girls he had crushes on. <laughs> bro, let's do it. Let's do it. We can go from the top. We'll take it from the top, bro. Ashanti, make the stallion, Topanga. Like, let's do it. 
I like how the I think the first what do you say two or three were the actual names. Then he said Topanga, which is not her yeah. real name. Danielle Fisher. Danielle Fisher. <laughs> now, that makes it even worse. Want to be cheeky. But that, want to be so, cheeky. So you know her what? name, but, but you don't like her. You like the the character. No, I like Danielle Fisher. Oh, uh, you just didn't want to say her name. No, I just because if you say because some people might not know her real name, so you gotta say Topanga so they know. You okay. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I um, mean, we can. I just want to say show. really quick before you go off on your big rant. The guy from I'm not going to go off on a rant. The, the guys from Ned's Declassified. Did he ever do anything after Ned's Declassified? Nope. He started doing some music and some stuff, and then he started like a like a video blog. From what I remember, I had this I had this same question like two years ago. I was like, whatever happened <laughs> to this guy? And I looked him up. Yeah, I was thinking because he seemed like he was you know a little promising there. Yeah, I like that show a lot. I feel like if you're a child actor on a kid's network, you're going to have a tough time after you get yeah, done with your show. Yeah. It's it's tougher than if you're like an adult on a regular network or even a kid on a regular network. I feel like being on a kid's network is a lot harder to break that mold. Yeah, I mean, look at um, Miley Cyrus and the whole Hannah Montana thing. Oh, but she it became a superstar. Her, I know, but I'm saying it took her a moment, though. No, I don't think just so. Like she was pretty big. Are you sure? Right, right when she was like 18, she became really big. Because she became huge when she was in her early 20s. But I remember she was becoming pretty big when she was like 18. And she was on Hannah Montana when she was 16 to like 18. Maybe even She might have even been on Hannah Montana until she was like 20. But it was hard for her to... Tra- we were talking about the transition from the child network to like the regular she'd only got like she just did music stuff after that she didn't do no yeah but i think i think that was just the the route she wanted to take disney stars have never had a problem but they never go into acting they're oh they always go into music yeah, I mean that's because the like Disney has it had its whole has its whole thing of like scouting those young talented people. A lot of them are yeah. also just talented musicians, and it works into the shows somehow. I mean Demi Lovato uh, killed it. Uh, yeah, like, um, sunny, always sunny. No, not always sunny. Uh, yeah, um, uh, sunny, sunny with a chance, chance, right? Sunny, sunny with a yeah. chance. Um, and then, uh, gosh, what's her Ariana Grande? Like they, she, they scout yeah. all these people. Well, and Ariana have, like, Grande was Nickelodeon. Oh, it was. You're right. Yeah, because she was cat. Victorious. She was annoying. She was annoying too. She she said that her her hair like it took her years to be able to like like her hair died or something like that because she had to dye it red all the time, and her hair like wow. actually died. Yeah, too much uh, too much uh, bleach on your hair will kill you. Yeah, kill your hair. So, <laughs> so be she careful, said y'all. it took a long time for her to actually get her own hair back. That's crazy. But so, it makes sense. There's a lot of chemicals. I want to go back really quick to Miley Cyrus. So she started to become really big in 2010, which is the year after the Hannah Montana movie, which was like her last Hannah Montana thing. Um, her final Hannah Montana soundtrack was in t- 2010. The Bangers one, which was her big, big, big breakout, was 2013. So it was a year later after the last Hannah Montana thing came out. So it took her one year to become huge. Like, the bangers one is when she did the whole thing with Robin Thicke. You remember that? When she was on stage at the MTV that, Music yeah. Awards? Yeah. I remember yeah. she did. A, she had a song with... Um, that was, that was the Wrecking Ball. It. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mike Will made it. Yeah. She did. Um. Mm-hmm. That's uh, she did 23. that rap song. Twenty three. Yeah, she did a rap yeah. song. Yeah. That's I that's that. that's two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I just said it was hard for her to transition from Miley from Hannah Montana to Miley Cyrus. That's I know, I'm but I'm I'm saying I don't think it was. She stopped doing Hannah Montana in 2011, and she released bangers in 2013. That's one uh, year. It's and that's that's recording. It took her a year to become a huge superstar after leaving Hannah I Montana. I guess, but I'm not saying you she were had wrong. A lot of controversy. Right? I'm just saying she just oh. had a lot of controversy. That's just time, she's so a child just, star. What do you expect? Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was like, I remember a lot of people was rejecting her for the longest. So I was like, it was kind. Of, I feel like it was just hard for her. Listen, just in that sense, going into child stars is a whole different topic. Whole, yeah, a whole yeah, different is, topic. Like, we could talk about Urkel. I forgot what Urkel's real name. Like Rudy. Like it was hard people, for them to get. They say that the cast didn't like Urkel. They didn't like how how big he became because he wasn't supposed to be the focal point. He was a side character. Yeah, yeah. and he became the focal point because he became so popular and people He's really hilarious. disliked him. He was so funny, man. Like he was funny, man. That was the first time I got to see a nerd actually be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people liked them because nerds have been around forever. They've just never been in the spotlight. Yeah, like look Until at now. it now. Like now, it's Urkel the complete opposite. The man, yeah, it's crazy now, bro. Nerds run the world. It's kind of fun. Yeah, but you know, we were talking about Adventure Time when we started this. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little rambly. That's okay. It wasn't rambly. It was just one thing. No, it was. To another, it was. Yeah, that's you know? exactly what it was. One thing did lead so, to another. It wasn't like it was totally. It's not like how we used to be. Like no, 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 oh, no, yeah, no, off no. topic. You know. Um, the last thing that I know Khan and I want to talk about this last thing we'll talk about we'll wrap this baby up Uh, We Bear Bears which is a show that I recommend for anybody that likes you know and Estelle sings the um, opening song yeah she does she's great but like it's goofy and emotional at the same time but it's sneaky that way it really is sneaky that way because when they're babies it's really emotional like with the burrito and like all of that stuff, like, like they were like abandoned and all this. It's it's great. Emmy nominated show. Um, but the creator, uh, Daniel Chong, recently said that this summer there will be a We Bear Bears movie. It's funny, Kyle, that they say that because there are people that are upset about it, people that love it because they're happy that it gets a movie. But the Gumball fans are so upset about it because Gumball never got a movie. <laughs> Man, Gumball. I don't even know how, what you would make in a Gumball movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, Unless you're going to go into somebody's backstory. Whose yeah. backstory would you go into? Like, there's no one that has mom like, and dad met? Like, yeah, there's yes. no one that has that crazy of a backstory where you can make it a Unless movie. you want to talk about the teacher or that teacher. Why she's such, why she's such a um, terrible Grouch. person. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say another word, but you know, I know you were. That's why I said crowd. Keep it G rated. Keep it um, G rated. But yeah, like Gumball is more like just for the hee hees and ha has. Like yeah. if I was them, I would it's, do like it's a little special. Yeah, like it's they should just do a little. They should do like a little special kind of like um, like South Park. You know how South Park did the um, did that little superhero thing for a minute. Remember that when they had the um, Coon and Friends. 
Oh yeah, sorry. I thought you said something, something else. Something like that. No, I was like, no. <laughs> South Park, like Coon. Yeah, friends. I missed the yeah, South so Park like, thing. Oh, sorry, South Park. <laughs> South Go Park, cool. Um, Coon and friends. Like if they did yeah. something to that extent, you know, that'd be pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they've been done so. for a while now. They probably, if they're not going to get it within the next year, they're not going to get one. Because Gumball's yeah, been over since like 2019. So like last Gumball's year. So they need show, they need to get it in the next year. Um, but We Bear Bears is getting a movie and it's coming out this summer, which means it's probably almost done. Mm-hmm. If it's not done already. If it's not done already, exactly. Because it it's May. Like it's May. So it was at, it was confirmed. Like it was confirmed that they're doing it, and they're talking that there's gonna be a spin-off. Oh, mm-hmm. We Bear Bears, which is going to be the Baby Bears, which if anybody watches We Bear Bears, that's the most emotional part of the whole show is the um, is the Baby Bears. That's when you really get to see the like how they grew up and like how ignorant they were to their surroundings. You know, like we see as an audience how sad it was, but they can't see, which is good. I mean, they always are up upbeat, but. Like, we see how sad their upbringing was, even though they don't see it because they just have themselves. That's great. But they're saying that that spinoff's going to happen. Actually, Daniel Chong said in the very beginning, when they first started the show, that he wanted to make a show and then have a spinoff in a movie. So he's getting his wish. Cartoon Network's very good that way. They really are. Mm-hmm. They, you know, so. if you, if you want to keep going, I mean, look at Steven Universe. Got a movie and it got mm-hmm. a spinoff. You know, I ain't trying to, you know, toot my horn, but toot toot. You feel me? <laughs> You're welcome. Um, That's why it's surprising that Gumball isn't getting anything. Look, bro, they... I can't show too many biases now. I can't show too many biases. You can show as many as you Are want. You... You that's know, the nah, beauty bro, of being nah. on this. Nah, 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 nah. I can't do that, bro. Y'all ain't ready for that shit. Um, but we bear bears that idea with the cooling friends watch you know it's funny you say that because i've been playing the south park game which the first one i beat the first one uh the stick of truth but the second one is when they're superheroes <clears throat> and you become a superhero that's the, it's like that have you ever right. played that game kyle Mm-mm, i've never played the game so you choose your difficulty in the beginning and your mm-hmm. difficulty is based on your skin color if you're oh white, god. it's on easy. If you're black, it's on hard. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Though that's perfect for South Park. Though that is so South Park. That's perfect. Well, for in South the Park. in the first one, they say, "What is your name?" and you type in your name, and they go, "Oh, so your name is douchebag? Is that correct?" And then you can click no, and he goes, "Okay, douchebag." <laughs> like, like no matter what you put, your name is douchebag in the game. Oh, those great. games are those games are great. On actually, they're on they're on sale right now on everything. I recommend if you don't have them to get them. They are excellent, excellent games. But anyway, We Bear Bears is getting a movie. I know I'm very excited about that. That comes out so it's a summer 2020. It's confirmed by the the creator, so it's like happening, like it's going to happen. So definitely stay uh, stay alert for that. And apparently, T Pain's gonna be in it. that's all it says all the regular ones here and t-pain so (laughs) we'll see about that i think what t-pain wasn't an episode right if i remember right um i don't 
I don't know. I would have to look that up. I'm almost positive he was in an episode. You think so? Yeah, like they they were in uh, traffic. And they were in traffic, and he goes into his... Uh, yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah, so there you go. Making him and, his him new appearance. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Okay. Him and who? This is the Limbo. That's the show. That's the um, title. The no, limbo. but you, the, well, you said him and someone else. Or did you not no, think of anybody? No, I was looking at Panda. I was oh, okay. Panda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. T-Pain, baby. He's back. But He's back. Let's wrap this baby up. Um, you can catch us at sketchingup.com. You can catch everything we do there. Literally everything we do. I know Kyle's cooking up a little something that's going to be released soon. Right, Kyle? Wink, wink. Right, huh? Wink, wink, nudge, try, nudge. Wink, wink. nudge, 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 wink, nudge, wink, nudge, wink, 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 try, try, wink, wink, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but you can catch everything we do there, that's sketchingup.com, you can also follow us on social media, we are at sketching underscore up on Twitter, we are sketching up, uh, sorry, facebook.com slash sketching up, and we are sketching up podcast on Instagram, uh, so you can catch us any of those places too, we run those all individually, so we have like, you know, different different tones on each one so mm-hmm. make sure you follow all of them so you can hear all the different tones um guys what do you what do you, what do you got for me uh I'll, you know i'll end it the same way i usually do uh everyone stay safe uh keep you and your family safe during these trying times um try to find some stuff that makes you happy hobbies do whatever you need to watch some new shows uh and uh, keep on keep on listening to us as we uh, keep going on this adventure. Kyle? Yeah, basically. I'm probably going to say the same thing. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go watch some gumball. Go go support Turner Broadcasting Service, you feel me? Little TBS, little Cartoon Network. Make sure you get the God. You know what I'm saying? Some views, you feel me? God of sins. Oh, and you know what I will say? I don't know if either of you guys saw this or not. Go watch the Community Reunion podcast. That was hilarious. I don't know if either of you guys watch Community or have watched. I did back in the day. It's been a while. They did. So Joel McHale and Ken Jeong do the Darkest Timeline podcast. And they did a reunion with everybody except for Chevy Chase, obviously. Um, I can't believe they got Donald Glover back. Yeah. And, dude, he was hilarious it is not suitable for work because of him he was hilarious it was really good i recommend it uh the darkest timeline podcast so definitely go check that out but go sketchingup.com check us out thank you for joining us again we appreciate it and we'll see you next time see you next time everybody to go.